This is an SJC Radio production. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Pit Stop with Mr. Bird on SJC Radio. Welcome to Pit Stop. We're calling this episode Pit Stop on Tour. Ed, why is that? We're all in Italy. We're in Italy. And where exactly are we in Italy? Uh, a little town called San Sicario. Okay. North of Italy. And why are we here? We're skiing. We are skiing. In fact, we're skiing in, in the resort of Sestriere. Uh, so, joined today by a slightly different combination. We've got Ed, of course, you just heard from Ed. Mm-hmm. We've got Max. Hi. And we've got a newcomer, we've got Will. Hello. Right, so, uh, yeah, we're here skiing. Uh, let's go to you first, Will. How has today been skiing-wise? Well, it's been very good. We've done some different slopes today. We've had some red runs. We've passed the, some blacks. Real challenging with the whiteout, with the snow. And, Will, tell us about your skiing experience prior to this ski well, trip. Well, I've never skied before, but, I mean, I think I'm doing... All right, I'm right. He's being very modest. Will is doing unbelievably well. Max, you had an interesting day today. You were skiing without poles this afternoon. Why was that? Um, I'm not a terribly experienced skier. I've only skied for a week, and I was going off a chairlift. Ooh, I didn't know that. No, only a okay. week. Yeah. Um, I was going off a chairlift, which I've done countless times, and halfway it stops. Um, but you don't get off. You keep on going to the top of a mountain. And I was with... Um, my friend Adam, who's racer, he raced for England, and he was giving me tips like lift up your skis when we go up here. So I was concentrating on lifting up my skis, and I forgot my poles were there. So um, my poles went on the floor, and it like kind of jams the lift. So all our weight was against the poles, and they just snapped in half. Well done, very good, excellent. Ed, how's your how's your skiing going? Yeah, well, I'm in the same group as Will. Uh, it was challenging this afternoon. With the the snow, very low visibility, especially at the top of the mountain. But had a lot of fun this morning, a lot of fun yesterday. Yeah, Uh, went to another resort in France. That's called Mont Genevre. Very nice resort. Very nice. Yeah, had a lot of fun there. Yeah, really enjoyed it. It's good. Max, you want to comment on something? Max, 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 do you want to talk about this? Oh yes, Mr. Bird has yep. bought a lovely souvenir T-shirt. It was a moment of weakness. I was walking past a souvenir shop in Sestriere, and in the front window they had a Valentino Rossi T-shirt. Okay, what do you think? What do you think? It's yes. 10 out of 10. It's Incredible. good, isn't it? It's, um, 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's not great on the radio, is it? But uh, I think it looks really good. What does anyway. it say on the bottom? Uh, it's Italian. I'll have to get it translated. La vita questa niente. It's the life is what something is... We'll have to ask one of the Italian people what it means. I'm sure it's very cool. It probably means I was a mug for buying this. No, <laughs> so it doesn't say it doesn't mean that at all. Right, let's move on. So, Will, our, our new member... So what's going to happen, I think, in the summer term is we'll probably lose our year 11, so we've got GCSEs, and we'll bring in some more people, mainly from year 8. Now, Will, Will is from year 8. Will, how did you get in, into Formula 1? Tell us how you got into uh, it. So my friend Finn, who has appeared on this radio station before. A re- well, no, he's a regular. Mm. He's, regular. He's one of our regulars, yeah, regular. yes. regular. He, he was watching it on the minibus. And he was like, I asked him, what are you watching? And he said, Formula One. I said, oh, I've never watched that before. And he was saying how great it was. I watched it with him on the bus journey back and I started to love it. So when I went home, I was watching highlights and lots of different things until I started, when, until the new season came and I started watching all the races and just got into it more and started just to learn so it, it. it's all down to Finn. Yeah. And and there's there's a lot of interest in Formula One in year eight. Is yeah. that all down to Finn? Uh, I think a couple. I think like uh, except from someone, my friend called Zander, yep. who his dad is a very big, big Formula is, yeah. One fan. Yeah. I think a lot of people have been influenced by Finn yeah. to start watching That's it, good. which is very good. That's good to hear. And I'm glad he has influenced me because it's very interesting to watch and that, to learn. That's good. Can I, can I ask Will a few questions about uh, his interest in Formula 1? So, uh, favourite driver? Uh, my favourite driver is Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah. It's a little controversial, but... Max, like, Max likes that, though. It's just his energy he brings to the paddock is yeah. something else. It's just... So see, and and he just he brings out a message. No matter how hard life gets, just always put on a smile and yeah, carry on. He, he certainly smiles a lot, doesn't mm-hmm. he? Favorite team? Uh, my favorite team is McLaren. I've well, that makes sense, wouldn't it? Although yeah. they're not doing so good this season, I'm no. not. I'm not a glory hunter. I don't yeah. switch teams. Just well done. To, You're sticking with I'm them. I'm just sticking with them from history, from to present. I just like the team. Very good. Just, favorite racetrack? Do you have a favorite racetrack? Favorite racetrack: Spa. Oh. Of course, has well, to be Spa. Spa is has to be Spa. I, on on video games. I race yeah. Spa. I love watching Spa. So some very interesting moments from last season, especially yeah. with George Russell, not <laughs> even having to race, but still managed to get a podium on the Williams, which is amazing. It's amazing. Now, well, I'm, I'm you, you may or may not know that I'm going to Spa in four weeks' time. You did tell me, I think, yeah. on the bus. Second round of the World Jewish Championship. I'm very excited about it. I've been to Spa a few times. I think I've been there You about... said you saw Fernando Alonso, I think. I did. I saw him a couple of Yeah, about three years ago. I've been to Spa about seven or eight times, actually. Yeah, really good. Really good racetrack to visit. Is there any Formula One news whilst we've been out here skiing? Um, McLaren have made a car purely out of Lego. Okay. A car which you can get in. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's okay. it, really. Okay, you can't buy that, though, can you? No. No. It, I think it's a promotion. Although, it wasn't there, didn't you put... Um, yes, you can't... They make a small one. A Lego... It's got, like, it's got a Lego, Lego technique. technique. Yeah. yeah. So like, you, it's quite expensive. Oh, I can... Oh. So, Max is now showing... It's about £160, a small one. It's not good for radio, but Max is showing us a video of this life-size Lego Formula 1 car. 
Yeah. I've seen Lego do that before. They've made like a full well, working Bugatti Chiron. They, they've also made, at Le Mans, there was a Porsche 911. Yeah. They, they made some... Uh, and they made it so it actually like drove around. Inside. Yeah. Not very quickly. Oh, okay. That's, it actually works. But actually, that's a good driver. Right, so let's look at race support. So it was, it was MotoGP last weekend. I'll start off with Moto3. I haven't seen the Moto3 race yet. I'll watch it when I get back home from skiing. Sergio Garcia won that. Now, when I, I did predict that, but I didn't tell you people. Sure. But, but I did <laughs> I did predict that result. Moto2, Celestino Vietti, who's dominating that. Tell you, he's been maybe a bit of a disappointment. Is Pedro Acosta, last year's Moto3 champion, no. hasn't really set the world alight in Moto2 just yet, despite the fact he's in the best team. Um but maybe he'll come good in the second half of the season. But moving on to the MotoGP. Um, yeah, so we first ever win for Aleix Espargaro. Going to ask you a question, Max. How many MotoGPs, this was his first ever win, how many MotoGPs did it take for Aleix Espargaro to win? 200. You, you you are right. That was his 200th MotoGP and his first MotoGP win. If we add together, when I say Grand Prix wins, I'm including Moto3 wins, Moto2 wins, MotoGP mm. wins. Um, he hasn't had any Grand Prix wins. He's never won a Grand Prix. A bit like Carlos Sainz. Yes, you mm-hmm. are right. But Carlos Sainz probably won in, in no. junior formulas. Really? No, I don't think he did. I think the last one he had was in uh, Formula Ford. Okay. It would, have, it would have been like GP2 when he was... No, he didn't go away. Okay. I mean, there are a few who don't. But. Okay. Going back. Okay, so how many, Ed, question for you. Mm-hmm. How many Grand Prix do you think Paul Espargo, sorry, Alessio Spargo competed until he got to that, that win last weekend? So 200 Moto GPs. Yeah. You've got to add together any Moto 3 and Moto 2 races. I think you said 280. Great, so that was 284. So 200, he won his 284th Grand Prix. Wow. Now, what's interesting is before that race, so you've got about 24 MotoGP riders. On that grid, how many people, apart from Alicia Spargro, before that race had not won a Grand Prix, be it Moto3, Moto2 or MotoGP, on that grid? Zero. He was the only rider on that grid to never have won any sort of Grand Prix. So quite extraordinary. The race was really good. Uh, Jorge Martin, well, that... Spargaro was on pole. Jorge Martin took the lead. Um, Spargaro had three attempts to get by. Twice he got alongside and then overcooked it into the braking zone at the end of the straight. Third time he, he managed to put it off. It was quite nervy those last few laps because he was riding a, a bit tight. Uh, he looks as if he might crash. Um, but, but an incredible result. Neil Hodgson, the commentator, said on the last lap, I can't believe I'm saying this, that um, Aprilia about to win the first ever MotoGP, Leisha Spargro is about to win his first ever Grand Prix and MotoGP, and he's also going to take the lead of the World Championship. So this chap who's never won any Grand Prix is now leading the MotoGP World Championship. Quite extraordinary. Um, okay, the other positions we had, Spargro first, Martin was second, Alex wins third, Joanne Mir fourth, Bagnaia preseason favourite, Came fifth. That's a good result, really, for him. Mm. Bearing in mind that he's struggled, hasn't he? He so has far. previous winners. So first race was won by Enea Bastianini. He finished tenth. The pre- and the Indonesian Grand Prix winner Oliveira finished thirteenth. So so Will, this is how 
MotoGP is so unpredictable. Ah, that reminds me, I think I told you this, Will. You know something about, we've had three races, so that's how many riders have appeared on the podium in those three races? Nine different drivers have appeared on the podium. So, which means that nobody has... Won the, have been on the podium twice. twice. That is quite... That can't continue. Mm. So nobody has podium twice in three races. It's, it's a complete lottery. Now, if we go to our predictions from the predictions table, um, there has been some changes. So let's have a look. Ed, you remain top. You didn't score, by the way, with your predictions. Oh, no, you had Quattuaro, Marini and Vinales. So you remain top on 85. But good news for me, I'm now second equal because uh, I got Martin to finish second. He's got me 25 points. So I'm second equal with Finn on 65. Then in third or fourth place, it is Max. You didn't score with your lucky dip, I'm afraid. Uh, and then we have Joe, who got in a lucky dip, I think he got Martin. I think we all did lucky dips. No, no, Finn didn't. I didn't. Or I, think I, or I think I did, because we did it. No, you're right. I'll you did. Wednesday. Well, Joe's paid off. He got Martin in third, which scored him 10 points. That was doubles, actually, because yeah. it was lucky dip. Yeah. So Joe is now on 30. Right, so moving ahead to predictions. We got both Formula One. Mm-hmm. Where's the Formula One, Will? Do you know this weekend? Melbourne. It is? New track changes with four DRS zones. Yes. Stay on under. It, it's in Australia, Max. Yes, stay on under, please. Oh, right. Max. <laughs> what? Accents aren't the strong point, are they? Uh, lo- yeah, lots of track Ouch. changes. So we've got... Uh, there was a slow... I can't remember. Right, left. It was a slow right, left. And that's been which changed is now into kind of a... Scrapped and it's like a fast right, left. Should be, yeah. Which is DRS it's now. A, yeah. Boring. No, 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 not at all. I think the race Four tracks, DRS zones well, is boring. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. But in all fairness, in two of those DRS zones, I can't see how they can overtake. Because... That yeah. slow right left they turned into a very fast sort of curve. You've got to be brave to overtake there. Mm. So that maybe might, Max would Yeah, do that's what so I was yeah. thinking. I think that was Okay. Max. Okay, so be some big let's go to fair. prediction. So I've got Finn has Finn's not with us, but Finn has uh emailed me his prediction. So we'll go with his Formula One. He's gone Leclerc to win, Verstappen second, Perez third. Um I'm going to go to his MotoGP predictions as well. So it's MotoGP from Cotter, Circuit of the Americas, uh, um, as well this weekend. He's gone to win Quattawaro, second wins, third Alicia Spargo. Going back to last week's predictions, Finn, when he was going through you know, his predictions, he said Spargo to win. I said, which one? He said Paul Spargo. Of course, had he gone for Alicia Spargo, he would have done really, really well. Joe has gone for the Grand Prix Leclerc, Verstappen, Russell, Ooh. which is Sorry. interesting. Yeah. Okay. That is very that interesting. That is interesting. For the MotoGP, he's gone for Mia first, Oliveira second, Rins third. Those are... Yeah, those predictions are pretty good. With MotoGP, I can't really say if predictions are good or bad because it, it's 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 a, it's a fool's errand trying to predict MotoGP results. Um, I'll leave. I'm going to leave mine till last. So, Will, 
let's have your Formula One predictions. I'm thinking Leclerc is going to come out on top. Yeah. Then it. Max. Yeah. And then signed another Ferrari yeah, double podium. That sounds great. And what about MotoGP? You've done some research on this. Let's have a look. You've gone for number one, Brad Brinder. That could happen. You've gone for second place, Joanne Mir. That could happen. And of course, Alicia Spargo in third. Those look pretty sound to me. Max, let's go to you, please. Your F1 predictions. Um, my F1 predictions are... Oh, duh. Um, my F1 predictions are... Look out the are, as well. Yeah, but it's bad. <laughs> good, um, good. Verstappen, Leclerc, Perez. You've just copied... No, you haven't. Le Le Leclerc, Perez. And your MotoGP, and I apologise in advance for any pronunciation, the mistakes you make. Who, who have you got for MotoGP? Mark, uh, Mark Marquez. Mark, Mark Marquez. 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 No, it's, it's Marquez, right? Marquez. Marquez. He's Spanish. Uh, He's Spanish. Oh. Marquez. That's better. Uh, Marquez. Second? Bagnaya. That's Bagnaya. Well, okay. Well, okay. That, yeah. Third. Fabio Quattararo. He's actually French, French. But it sounds perfect. It, do, well, it does sound. It Fabio, Italian. it does sound Italian. It's a brilliant name. Quite a good impersonation of an Italian. So well done there. Oui, oui. Uh, your, your Italian's better than your Australian. Um, let's Thanks, go Mike. to um, Ed, your Formula One predictions. F1, Verstappen to win. Yeah. Then Leclerc. Then. These are all very samey, aren't they? And third? Yeah, science. Science, very samey. Now, MotoGP, yeah. who you got for that? I'm going to go Oliveira. Ooh, okay. Never even heard of him. Zarco. Yeah. And Quattararo. My thoughts there are Oliveira is extremely unpredictable. So he won the previous race and yet was 15th or whatever. Was he 15th or 12th uh, last weekend? Go He's 13th. Yeah, Zarco. Yeah, that's good. Quattawaro. I think the problem with Quattawaro is there's a long straight in Texas yeah. and the Yamaha struggling. So Texas. I can now reveal my predictions. Formula 1 I've gone for. Not very exciting at all. Signs first, Leclerc second, Verstappen third. I did, it's just, I've just shuffled them around a bit. Now, I gave a lot of thought to MotoGP because Marquez, you probably knew that. Did you know that, Max, that Mark Marquez is back this weekend? Of course, is otherwise he? I wouldn't have made my prediction. Well done, He's, he is back. Oh, wow. I deliberately kept that quiet. But Mark Marquez is back. With he has won every time he's raced at Cotter, except for one year, a couple of years ago, when he was leading and fell off. And that was a mechanical issue. Oh, so yeah. I've gone, despite the fact he's come back from injury, I've gone for Marquez one first. Second, I've gone for Alicia Spargaro, man in form. Third place, Jorge Martin, again, man in form. So I am quietly confident uh, of doing very well. And I think perhaps after the weekend, Ed, I think your time at the top might be over. I just hope I do well in the F1, I guess. Well, the F1, we're, we're all very samey on the F1, aren't we? hope I get them in the right well, I just think, because Leclerc Ooh. has been very smart with his overtaking choices mm. in the last like couple the, of races. Yeah. The, he's been sticking to letting him pass in the, just, just before the DRS detection zone and then getting back on the straight. So no matter how aggressive Verstappen can be, he won't be able to catch up in the DRS. You've given this a lot of thought, Will, haven't you? This is very impressive. Wouldn't it be nice? Especially with four DRS zones. I know. Wouldn't it be nice if we... If somebody else, apart from a Ferrari or a Red Bull, won, because at the moment, 
You can't see anyone else winning. You can't see anybody else winning at the moment. But then again, Melbourne, it's the street circuit. It's a bit different. Mercedes have brought no upgrades. Yeah. Their upgrades were delayed. Of course they are. Right. So, so, so Joe's prediction of Russell in third place. Not saying it can't happen. I feel Verstappen because that Red Bull's quick on the straights. And also, I think I, I, I think when it comes to sort of street circuit racing, Verstappen's quite aggressive. Yeah, yeah. but I was just thinking because for DRS zones, Leclerc is very—he's a very smart driver. Yeah. He doesn't—he's not too aggressive, but he's smart when he overtakes and I he do does think, it at the right time. I do think it depends on who get on who gets pole. Yeah. Because I think Verstappen gets pole. He's got three laps. He can get out. Yeah. Pull out a second on Leclerc, so, especially with four main straights. We've got a very busy busy weekend this week. It's also the first round of the World Superbike Championship. So there's an awful lot on. It's very difficult for me to to watch MotoGP and World Superbikes. There's an awful lot to watch basically this weekend. So uh, we won't get together obviously next week because we're not together at all. Mm -hmm. So our next episode will be, hold on, uh, let me see. Two, three weeks' time. Two or three weeks' time when we're back at school. Yeah. Uh, we'll obviously be joined by uh, Finn and and Joe as well for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be obviously Finn and Will and possibly some other year eights as well. Who Year eights are obsessed with everyone. <laughs> so until next time, it's uh, goodbye. 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 Ciao. This was an SJC radio production. The presenters were Mr. Bird, Ed, Max and Will. The editor was Mr. Bird and the producer, Tom Russell. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pit Stop with Mr. Bird. There's a few new things I want to make you aware of. We've got a new website, which you can find by going online to shows.acast.com forward slash pitstop, where you can also find links to our Twitter and uh, on the About page, more information about the hosts as well. We're also on lots more platforms in addition to where you're listening to us now. So we're now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music and lots more, as well as TuneIn like we've been on since we started so head over to those platforms to subscribe on the most convenient one for you and find all our back catalogue of episodes to listen to again as well